Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. And as always, I'm just so happy that you're letting me spend a little time with you because I know your time is precious. And if you find yourself at odds with time and at the same time at odds with decisions, and I'll tell you a little bit about what I mean, then this podcast is, I hope, going to help. So something that's been coming up in our community this week as we open the doors to the receiving school is people making decisions in ways that they haven't before, partly because of the Make Space for Magic training that was going on last week, which you can still check out and access this week. It will be available until Sunday, the week that this podcast drops. And you can find that at pattylennon.com forward slash training. And we did open the doors to the receiving school. And so as part of that training, we've been in discussion with people about whether this is the right time for them to join or not. And not just for that decision, but that that one question has brought up a um, juicy conversation about you know feeling indecisive and what to do and what does it mean. And so indecisiveness is really not the quagmire we think it is. It's truly an inner battle of very strong opinions going in two different directions. And it may not feel like an inner battle inside of you, but I promise you it is. And the two entities within you that are battling are your head and your soul. You might call it your head and your heart. And we live in a time that very much prioritizes the head over the heart, over the soul. And yet the soul holds that wisdom for us of what's truly right for us. And as we've been talking to people, what I'll tell them is, what does your soul want and need right now with this program? And you can apply that same question with anything. And Within a few minutes of really someone being in a space of calm and quiet, and we do that with just some clearing breaths, and actually I can do it for you right now. So just go ahead and breathe in and out, in and out. See how different you feel just on the other side of two breaths? And three breaths is optimal. But just with a few deep breaths, you can really start to quiet the mind, slow all those stress chemicals that try and get us to pay more attention to our thoughts than to our intuition, and really start to drop down into the body. And, you know, questions like if you knew it would all work out, what would you choose? 
These are questions that also help us ask access our soul because really what's going on with the decisiveness is you've got some unconscious programming that's blocking the decision. And who knows what it fears, but a lot of times, especially in the year that we're in, what it fears is elevation, expansion, a greater level of success on your terms. And when you're looking at life on your terms, that scares your brain. And here's why your brain and more specifically your amygdala, your fear-based brain, It's constantly tracking how to keep you safe. And one of the ways it knows that you're safe is when you're included and acceptable to other people. Now, is that the right answer? No. But in the amygdala's estimation, there's nothing worse than being booted out of your community, being rejected by all people. The thing is, sometimes we need to step away from some relationships to really find the people that are really meant to be in our lives. So that fear itself holds us back from having the quality of relationship, the quality of experience, the quality of life that we want. And so how do we get the soul to take precedent over the amygdala's clinging need for acceptance in other people? And the way we do that is to start to receive ourselves. This is a big piece of what we talk about in the training. What does that mean? It means that the emotions you have, it means that the thoughts you have, it means that the desires you have, it means that the gut instincts you have, they're meant to have a seat at the table. Does that mean they rule the roost? It means that one instinct, you know, you might be the instinct to punch someone. Does that mean that you do it? No, but you bring it in. You bring it into the conversation and you hear what it has to say. And the more you start to do that, the easier it is to notice the true answers that come from your intuition. And we walked everyone through an exercise on how to tap into that voice. But what I can tell you is it comes in the form of a feeling. Your intuition will typically start as a feeling of an answer and then turn into words. Whereas information that comes from your head, from your brain, it starts from the head and it really doesn't radiate anywhere further in the body, meaning it stays just as energy up in the head. Now, that could be a little bit confusing, but if you think about some decisions you made, like what to eat, what to put on, like basic everyday decisions, you'll if you start to pay attention, you'll notice that sometimes the answer comes in words first from your head. And sometimes it comes in feeling that turn into words from your belly. And learning to tap into that wisdom that starts in the center of your body, in your gut, in your solar plexus, whatever word most works for you, that is where your true wisdom is. And that is what can take you out of indecision. Now, another thing we were talking a lot about is procrastination. So as we were talking about receiving yourself, what has come up for a lot of people is that they need to receive the fact that they're tired, right? That they need more rest. And one question a brilliant woman asked was, okay, but I procrastinate all week on doing the work I need to do to move my business forward. Now that I want to rest on the weekends, I don't feel like I can because there's all this work I didn't get done 
during the week. And so I keep working through the weekend. And then I resent that my business is taking up all this time and I never give myself permission to rest. Now her real wisdom from within is telling her to rest, but her head isn't giving her permission because supposedly she didn't get enough done. And the procrastination is keeping her from getting the quote unquote enough done during the week. And as we talked about it, what became clear is that procrastination can oftentimes be this very unwieldy part of you that's trying to force you to stop working. So it keeps distracting you away from work because what it really wants you to do is take a break because your mind needs a break. Again, if you're trying to solve a problem or do a task that feels a bit challenging, rest will build up their creative reserves to help you solve it. Amazing, right? Now, as we jump into the receiving school, we go a lot deeper in doing this work of starting to receive ourselves because rejecting ourselves is something we are taught to do at a very young age. It is something that you're taught to do from the moment that you see that something you do affects a person you love. You start to connect the dots to your behavior being part of your relationship to other people. And what this means is when you do things as a small child that make the people around you happy, you equate that to being good. And when you do things around people that you loved when you were little that made them unhappy, you equated that to being bad or something that you didn't want. And so you've rejected parts of yourself you associated with those actions. That can include if you legitimately cried for whatever pain or upset and your family or caretakers or people you loved and respected really gave you a negative reaction, then your right to feel sad, your right to be upset, your right to feel needy and vulnerable, all those parts can get rejected in that moment. It's as simple as that. It can also be that you had a need that your parents couldn't fulfill and the way they reacted to it you perceived as negativity, and it could have just been them being disappointed in themselves, not being able to fulfill the needs. So you don't even have to have like terrible parents for this to kick in. <laughs> you can have loving, kind parents who you know are flawed, who who are vulnerable themselves as parents. I know I felt like that many times as a parent when I couldn't fulfill a need a child had. And so we, we take in these signals that there's things that we do that make other people happy and there's things we do that make other people not happy and we reach and accept the parts of ourselves that make other people happy and we reject the parts that don't. The thing is, it's all the parts that add up to being decisive, not procrastinating, building a life of our dreams. And so as you move into a place where you start to receive your truth about yourself, that is what really moves the dial on you escaping things like indecision and procrastination. We had an experience like this in receiving school that was so cool and just so powerful. One of our members, Stephanie, was 
a mother of two children who had divorced her husband. It had been a difficult marriage. There had been some emotional abuse. She had always seen herself as this strong warrior type person. That was her personality. So acknowledging the toll that the emotional abuse had taken on her was very challenging for her. She really resisted it because the self she had learned to accept growing up was the tough, the warrior kind of strong woman persona. So in her mind, that strong warrior woman wouldn't have been abused or wouldn't have let herself be abused or wouldn't have been weak enough. These are her words, weak enough to have been in a relationship with someone like that. And then the even worse part was, would have been able to overcome it. No one could have gotten to her, essentially. And in doing this work, what she found was that there were some wounds there. There were some real deep wounds that were still lasting that came from, that came up, I should say, in really silly ways. And part of what had been a, you know, a piece of her marriage was that she was, she ended up juggling a lot of the balls. Her husband had had an addiction. So she was making money, but also worrying about the kids and also worrying about helping him manage the addiction that he wasn't managing effectively and doing a lot of the tasks that he really should have been helping with to ensure that he kind of stayed away from his addiction to kind of keep his stress levels down. So she was doing so much in that marriage. So now that she was out of it, she would find that silly things like shoveling snow would trigger her. And as we looked at why that was happening, for her to receive her anger at having to shovel snow was started to come up, what bubble up was, you know, being a younger mother and the kids being little and needing her and her husband refusing to go out and shovel the snow, even though he needed to, and then criticizing the way she did it. And there was just all these little frustrations that were sitting inside these bigger wounds. And that was just one piece of the puzzle that started to unpack. And the reason it even became unpacked was because she started off saying, you know, it's snowing. I know I need to shovel, but I I can't even bring myself to do it. It's like, I can't decide to go now or go later. And it's like, I'm stuck. And so it originally presented itself as just simple indecision, right? But a lot of times indecision isn't simple. It's this inner war that's happening, this inner resistance. And so as I talked her through it, well, tell me what would happen if you went out there. And she's like, I just feel angry at the thought of having to go out there. And we started to explore like, okay, well, could you hire someone to, you know, what's the options here on the table? Could the kids do it? Cause the kids were older at this point. And that's what helped her and guided her to get to the heart of what she was really feeling. This is how deep our indecision, our procrastination can take us. And when you have a process to work through it, what can happen is really miraculous. Now, since then, and she's done some other you know, work inside the receiving school, it wasn't just that, that particular piece of the puzzle. She has gotten two promotions. Well, I should say in the beginning, right at the start of this process, she got an amazing job. She had been unemployed. 
She got an amazing job, but then since then has gotten two promotions. She's completely changed her home. She moved home. She found a fabulous home at an amazing price. She has redecorated it and her money just keeps growing. Her happiness is growing. And now she's finally able to have relationships with men that aren't toxic because now she's gotten underneath some of the work that needs to be done. So I just want to assure you, if you are frustrated yourself because you're having brain fog or you're indecisive or you're procrastinating, if you start to understand what was happening was this sort of inner tension that was really about you learning to receive yourself at a higher level and that that receiving process would actually take you to whatever the next level is for you in success or happiness or expansion, if you knew that, what would it change for you? And to start, just start honoring the choices that are coming to you and pay more attention to the choice option that's being fed to you by your gut, by the center of your body, because that's where your intuition resides. And those are going to be your best answers. And the more you follow them, the more the magic will show up, the more your inspiration will grow and everything will start to feel a lot easier. Now, if you would like to join us in the receiving school or you want to learn more about the receiving school, I would love to have you. You can go to www.thereceivingschool.com. We will be closing the doors to the fall semester on Friday, September 24th. So as of the date that this drops, you've just got a couple more days. So definitely go check it out. And if you want to have sort of the lead up training to that, the receiving school, then go to pallylandcom forward slash training, and you can still check it out for the next few days. All right. Have an amazing, amazing week. I send you my love and make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.